this is very uh, you know familiar uh, lines really for many of us who have been saved for uh, a long time. We have been saved and we have received the Lord Jesus Christ and we've been Christians attending church and uh, but sometimes from time to time these doubts will come. Sometimes you know you feel like you are not feeling safe and uh, you feel like um, put a question in your mind whether um, when when death comes to us would would we go to heaven or something like that. So uh, we will clarify these things and uh, we will not allow these things to linger in our minds. We must have a, um, you know a biblical conviction or knowledge. Uh, uh, it's called intelligent uh, knowledge of. Uh, our position in the Lord, our salvation. So let's take a look at this. And um, there are a few verses that uh, we were we are going to see. Um, maybe we'll 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 go to Romans chapter six. Romans chapter six. So Romans chapter six. So we'll start from here, verse number twenty-three. Very common verse. Very familiar and very common. Especially uh, we use this for soul winning. Verse number 23, <clears throat> chapter 6 of the book of Romans, verse 23, the Bible says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So we'll pray from here. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, um, once again for bringing us to uh, this place of worship. I pray, O oh God, that you will just uh, guide us, Lord, and help us to understand our assurance of our salvation. Help us, Lord, to know uh, for sure, without shadow of doubt, with all certainty, 100%, uh, that, Lord, we know that when we die, we, um, we will go to heaven to be with you because we are saved, not because we feel it, but because that is what you promise in your word. And help us, Lord, to understand this um, and understand the doctrine of this. And I pray that you will allow the Holy Spirit of God to um, touch our hearts and to um, enable us, Lord, to understand the passages of Scripture that support all these uh, doctrines. And I pray, O oh God, that you will just um, speak to us in a, in a, in a way that is uh, very understandable and clear to, to us. Bless all of us this morning. Thank you for our visitors. Thank you for um, uh, the members of our church. And I pray for those who are still on their way that they will also be able to come here and arrive here safe and sound. And that, Lord, all of us will glorify you uh, and will uh, also uh, magnify your name. Bless, Lord, our church and all our activities today. We commit to you everything. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So our text tells us this morning that um, we have this um, assurance of salvation because we have been given the gift of God and, and that gift of God is you know um, eternal life so what brings assurance of salvation into my life so you might have that question so um, bringing assurance sometimes it is possible that you may have doubts from time to time I hope that you don't have doubts anymore but it is very understandable for new Christians and new believers and those people who are new in the faith and they are new in uh, you know, knowing all these things in the Bible. 
it is possible that you may have doubts from time to time but just remember this just remember this that satan is you know a liar he is a liar and he is the one that's um, uh, putting that in our mind those doubts in john 8 44 john 8 44 the bible says that um ye are of your father the devil and the last of your father you will do he was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth um he said abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him when he speaketh a lie he speaketh of his own for he is a liar and the father of it satan as you know him he is a liar from the very very beginning from the very you know from the onset of christian uh, not christianity but the onset of mankind when when man was um, created by god uh, adam and eve um, back in the garden of eden right there just few days from there from from you know from the creation of man satan was in work uh, was working to cast doubt upon god's word right there G genesis chapter 3 look at this Genesis chapter 3 you will see how how Satan you know um, um, waged war on God's word from the beginning the battleground is the word of God that is uh, he must he must cast out or otherwise uh, all people will just believe in God and he could not work if all the people will believe in God Satan could not work and he must put doubt in the minds of the people and the hearts of the people about the word of God. Notice here, this is just chapter 3. Genesis chapter 1, Genesis chapter 2, Genesis chapter 3. In verse number 1, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God hath made. And he said unto the woman, you see, you wonder, you wonder why he spoke to the woman, not to the man. Because Adam knew. And this is also the basis why the, the women cannot preach, cannot teach, and cannot assert authority in the church. Because of this instance here, uh, that the woman gave in, or the woman was deceived, not the man. The man was not deceived. You know, both of them sinned. Eve sinned against God because he was deceived. She was deceived. But Adam sinned against God because of volition. He knew it was it was really uh, wrong, and Eve did not know that it was wrong. But Eve was just naive, you know. She was just not so. Um, she she was not very um, careful and just accepting and befriending, and she was so kind to everyone, even though. She did not realize that that serpent was trying to was trying to do something that can damage her and her family, her husband, and the entire mankind. Eve was very naive, and that is a problem there, because she was very trust, uh, trusting. She she was engaged with this serpent in in reasoning uh, of course um, she was deceived not this year um, 
Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, God said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Now he, he twisted a little bit the word. He, twist, he twisted that. It's very clear that he twisted that. And Eve spotted it. And thinking, you know, uh, this, this, you know, creature just maybe not understanding all these things. And she was just very um, honest in her, you know, you know conversation. And, but one thing there that you can see that the serpent was casting doubt upon the word of God when he said, Yea, hath God said? So when that word came out from the very first time, when that word appeared in the Bible for the very first time, this word of God is in jeopardy. The word of God. This, this right here, these words, Yea, hath God said that words, those four words, a lot of people, destroyed a lot of people got destroyed because of satan's four words yea hath god said the word the word that god had spoken to adam that's the that's the law and that just take it as it is take it as it is do not add to it and do not twist it but here you know um satan um he was he was more than the serpent. He was more than the serpent. He was he was more than that. He was um, uh, he was the devil himself, and he has uh, an ambition. He wanted to be God. He wanted to be like God, and he wanted to create his own kingdom. And he wanted to rule, um, you know, um, the, the universe. He, he wanted to rule everything, and you know, he wanted to uh, be like God. And here he he wanted to destroy mankind really and take dominion of the earth and that's what happened here when when adam uh, fell into sin adam fell into sin by volition because he knows what what god said he knows it he, he, no one can no one can um, fool him around but eve was was something that you know a very kind hearted uh, women are like that, kind-hearted, very soft, and easy to be treated. You know, you just you just give them flowers, everything will change. <laughs> you know, give them chocolate, everything will change. The heart stands sometimes will loosen <laughs> because of you know there's this uh, glittering maybe necklace or <laughs> it changed. But man, Adam, wow, Satan could not do anything. He was, Adam was, don't disturb me, I'm working here. <laughs> he was just wired off that serpent. We do not know, but maybe, maybe, I'm just thinking this, I'm just thinking, just like, you know, Pastor Bilcher, <laughs> you know, picture in your mind. So I'm just thinking that I think the serpent attempted really on Adam, but he could just, there's no way, there's no way. Adam was so busy naming this bird, naming that, you know, tree and this uh, animal and this, the fish in the, he named the fish in the ocean. <laughs> he just so busy and this serpent keep on like 
trapping, questioning Adam and and all all the time. It's just his mouth was stuck, and Adam has no interest entertaining and talking nonsense with this serpent. Adam has no interest talking nonsense. Then all of a sudden, um, the serpent found, you know, some weakness in the woman. There was some weakness in the woman. And that is where uh, sin, you know, began to crawl in. And then when, when in Adam, when Adam um, saw that, wow, the family is trapped. The family is trapped. Eve is taken and he could not he, he, he would not you know allow to uh, live by himself or uh, this beautiful woman is taken away so he went with her he took of the fruit and by taking of the fruit it was not already deception Satan has has nothing there in that in that um, taking of the fruit Satan was already out it was now man making a decision. God said, do not eat of that yeah, of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in the midst of the garden thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. It is very clear. Without Satan's Forcing without Satan's push, without Satan's trickery, without Satan's, you know, maneuvering. There's nothing there. Satan did not do anything to make Adam eat of the fruit. It was his own volition to take of the fruit because his wife is there. He took it. He took it. So Adam sinned by volition. In other words, he calculated it. It is with calculation. Eve did not realize it. Eve did not realize it. That it was a trick. It was a trap. It was, it was, um, you know, uh, you know, he was gone. She was gone. She was gone. But Adam was not gone. Adam looked at sin. He took that sin by volition. Just like in every one of us. When every one of us commits the sin, no, you do not you do not stumble upon sin. You know it's wrong, but you like it anyway. You like it. So you took the sin. You took it even though you know it's wrong. You took it. That is why we see here. All the sins that mankind has committed is not by accident. It's not by, you know, it's just because you miss it. No, it's not a miss. It is calculated. That is why sin grieved God. Because when we commit sin, we chose darkness rather than light. We chose Satan's way than God's way. And that grieves heart, the heart of God. Because we do, we did it with, with all of our willingness. 
with all of our willingness we did it now satan is a liar from the beginning he is now um there are some ways that you can still get assurance of your salvation and even deepen your assurance of salvation in what god has done for you we are saved and we have no questions about it and our salvation is very clear uh, because it is the promise of god when we come to jesus christ as our lord and savior so when when we receive jesus christ we get saved because the holy spirit comes into us he 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 comes in and not just visit us but indwells us he dwells with us in other words he takes residence that is he is a permanent resident in our in our in our body in our heart so he takes residence the holy spirit of god will not leave us nor forsake us so now the holy spirit is with us whether when we commit sin he is the witness when we when we do things in, in everyday our life he is there he is watching us and he talks to us he you know that small uh, still small voice that's that's the holy spirit of god and sometimes the that still small voice cannot be heard because of our um, uh, we are too noisy you know the 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 scene is too loud and the the word of god is too soft and and uh, and and the scene is just overwhelming and the word of god is very calm and if you are in the uh, situation you cannot really hear if you are if you become very very uh, entangled with the world um, you cannot hear the still small voice because you are so much entangled with uh, maybe uh, uh, worldly music so much entangled with worldly movies so much entangled with um, carnal things in this world and you cannot hear the still small voice of the holy spirit that is why even though we are christians we are saved still we commit sin because it's just overcrowding with sin that we cannot really among all these things in in front of your eyes a lot of things but the 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 the, the tiny thing there that's you know coming from god is so small and there's a lot of things there in your eyes that you pick this one you pick this one you pick this one and you cannot pick the thing of god every single day we have committed sin even though we are saved now with that there are some ways uh, how we can get assurance still despite of uh you know our knowledge of um the sin that we have committed against god but can we still be saved can, do we have this assurance there is a way first in, in order for us to know the way of our assurance of salvation is that first and foremost you have to learn the word of god learn you have to you know get into get yourself into learning um, um the word of god your salvation is based upon what god has said we are saved because not because of our feeling and we feel it we are saved because god and god's word had said it yeah. so this is not our salvation is not uh, based on what we think or how we think or how we feel so that is why it is important for us to read and study the bible as the bible says in second uh, timothy if you go there second timothy 
second Timothy. Thessalonians, then Timothy, first Timothy, second Timothy, chapter three. Second Timothy, chapter three, verse number 14 and 15. The Bible says, but continue down the things which thou hast learned. You know that you are saved? Continue in that. Continue and learn why we are saved. And see these verses in the Bible. See that verse and study those verses and understand those verses. You see, that verse 14, continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. So learn the word of God. That is very important. If you want to be assured of your salvation, learn the word of God, because the word of God will show you all those promises. And God, when he gives the promise, God cannot lie of his promise. Another thing, uh, not just learn the word of God, but also, um, thank God for his gift of salvation. You are saying thank God about you know about what he has done for you. Thank God that you know he he, uh, he gave you uh, the assurance of salvation and he gave you the gift of eternal life. We 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 have read that a while ago in Romans chapter six, verse number twenty-three. Romans chapter six, verse number twenty-three, it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God. The gift of God. In other words, the Bible says you have received the gift. And what is that gift? That gift is the gift of eternal life. You see, you are bound to go to heaven. I wonder if you have thanked the Lord for that. I wonder if you, you really spend time, Lord. I just want to spend this time with you. Lord, I just want to thank you. Thank you, Lord, for, for saving me. Lord, thank you for giving your life for me. I hope that you will spend that time because that is that is really uh, pleasing to God when you when you give God the thanks. So um, we receive the gift of eternal life, and we have to thank God for that. Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians chapter nine. Second Corinthians chapter nine. In verse number 15. 2 Corinthians 9 verse 15. Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. So that the salvation that we receive from God is a gift. And in fact that gift is unspeakable. That is really beyond um, our expectation that God would give us that eternal life. So thank God for his un unspeakable gift. Another thing in order for us to um, gain this assurance, how can we know for sure? How can I be assured of my salvation? First, learn the word of God. Second, um, thank God for his uh, gift of salvation. And third, make a public testimony before, before others. Tell people about your salvation. Thank God about it and tell people that you are saved and that Jesus Christ is your, um, you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. First John, first John. Let's take a look at this. First John chapter, chapter four. 
1 John chapter 4 in verse number 15 1 John 4:15 it says whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the son of God God dwelleth in him and he in God you see tell people and confess it to people and see the relationship uh, here um, as we can see that we have that strong I mean, uh, um, relationship with the Lord we confess um, the Lord Jesus Christ as our um, Savior so that is what said there in in verse number 15 whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God God dwelleth in him and he in God so that will develop actually that will develop uh, assurance you will be assured because God lives in you and you know it another thing that in order for us to have this assurance because that is this assurance really is one of the most important doctrine of the Bible and one of the most important doctrine that the Bible Baptist uh, the, the Baptist people have you know really um, God this is God God's providence not so many religion not so many denominations believe in the assurance of salvation but we found it here in the scripture that there is indeed the assurance uh, a lot of Christians they still believe that um, they might lose their salvation somewhere somehow and that is really sad if they feel that and if they think about it so here um, we have to make our public testimony before others uh, Matthew Matthew look at this Matthew chapter 10 Matthew chapter 10 you have do not be afraid and do not be ashamed of um, telling people do not be ashamed to make people know that you are you are saved that you are you have Christ in your life do not be ashamed not, notice here in verse 32 whosoever therefore shall confess me before men him will I confess also before my father which is in heaven so when you are confronted with people uh, those people who mock Christianity and sometimes we are afraid to make them know make them know that we are Christians do not be afraid if they mock you that's that's fine the most important thing the Lord Jesus Christ also will will identify you it's it's, it's sad if the Lord Jesus Christ will not will not identify you in heaven and you will say, oh, I am a Christian. When you say it in heaven, and God, Jesus Christ will say, no. <laughs> no, you are, you are ashamed of me. Then the Lord said, he will also be ashamed of you. That is even, even worse. And that is really tragic. If in heaven, Jesus Christ will not accept you. Jesus Christ will not recognize you. When in front of all millions or maybe billions of saved people there and then uh, with a host of angels also by by millions and then Jesus Christ will confirm your faith you will stand before God and will say uh, father God I am a believer of Jesus Christ my Savior and then Jesus Christ will confirm and, and oh, oh father um, he believes in me and I, I confirm that he uh, is a child of God and then 
some people there will, will say the same thing and Jesus Christ will say, no, you denied me. You denied me many times. You are afraid to confess before men. So this is, this is exactly what will happen to this um, scenario here because Jesus Christ said this in, in um, verse number 32. Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father which is in heaven. Verse 33, But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. So there will be a lot of Christians will, will stand there, some Jesus Christ will confirm, some Jesus Christ will deny. Why Jesus Christ will deny them? Because these people deny Jesus Christ here on earth. These people do not do not confess Jesus Christ. These people deny Jesus Christ. So therefore, they will they will eat the fruit of their own work. When they face God in heaven, Jesus Christ also will deny them. Romans 10. This is what we do in, in, in soul winning. Romans chapter 10, verse number 9. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth, you see there. 10.9, if that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So you can you confess Jesus. Now, when we confess the Lord Jesus, you don't, you confess the person that really saved you. So therefore, Mama Mary is out of the picture, and, and our good works is out of the picture. Our um our ability to go to heaven is out of the picture. The only person that can take us to heaven is no other than the Lord Jesus Christ. So that is why, thou, if thou shalt confess with the mouth, the Lord Jesus. The Lord Jesus, because there's no other that can take us. So only the Lord Jesus. If you confess that, that if only the Lord Jesus is your means of salvation, then thou shalt be saved, as the Bible says. And you believe it in your heart that he is alive. You believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is um, is alive. And, and again, another thing: How can we have assurance of salvation? What brings assurance of salvation into my life? Uh, first, you have to learn the word of God. Second, you have to thank God for his unspeakable gift, the gift of salvation. And third, make a public testimony before others. And, and, and fourth, attend church meetings as much as possible. Attend church meetings, whatever is the meeting, uh, whether it is Sunday school, whether it is divine service, whether it is afternoon service or evening service, whether it is devotion, whether it is Bible study, whatever service it is, whatever um, gathering um, where the Word of God is preached, attend attend uh, meetings as much as possible fellowship with your brothers and sisters in christ and that fellowship your attendance not just will bless you will also bless others because others will will find it you know will find it a blessing when you when you come it will be a blessing to so many people when you come so you are blessing yourself and you are also blessing others so attend church meetings is always a positive way Another thing, in order for us to have this assurance of salvation, um, live a righteous life. You know why um, 
sometimes there are people who are who receive Jesus Christ and then later on they soak themselves themselves in sin they just swallow in the mud they just you know um, they just um, live and enjoy their their sinfulness and those kind of people that enjoy sin are those people who doubt their salvation there's there's no there's no um change really in our salvation but it's just in their mind it's just in their mind they think that maybe they, are, they cannot they cannot be assured of going to heaven why the reason to that is most of the time is their sin we know that because full assurance of faith does not really come until we mean business with god because that is in the mind that is in the heart conviction of the heart that we are really saved in isaiah isaiah 32 isaiah chapter 32 notice this verse number 17 it says here and the work of righteousness so the things that you habitually do the righteousness that you always do now if you always do or you know ever everything that you do is righteousness the work of righteousness shall be peace and the effect of righteousness quietness and assurance forever so good works if you are a christian and you just habitually do good works all the time do good works then that can give you assurance it is one way to give you assurance um, of your uh, eternal life because you live a righteous life that is why if you do not do good works doubts will come in doubts will come in but it's just doubts it's just tormenting you know because you know it's wrong it's not true that you know you are saved you're bound to go to heaven and when you commit sin you doubt that assurance it's just a tormenting thing in your mind but it's not really true because um the salvation that god has given to us is eternal so in other words once it is given the lord will, you know will not take it back so when we commit sin we doubt that we doubt that i think god will take it back because he committed proverbs 10 proverbs chapter 10 proverbs chapter 10 <clears throat> and we have verse number verse number 9 <clears throat> proverbs 10 9 he that walketh uprightly walketh surely you see, if you are just doing the right thing every day, you have assurance. And if you do not do the good things or the right things every day, assurance is gone. But again, as I said, it does not change. It, it's just a tormenting thing in the mind, thinking that you are not saved and doubting about your salvation. And that doubt is just the effect of sin. 
It's just merely the effect of sin. So remember, um, your peace and assurance of salvation is based upon believing God's promise and not based upon your feelings. It is the word of God that promised us that we have eternal life. Now, in order for you to have that full of assurance, do the good thing, do the right, the, the, do good works, because uh, if you commit uh, sin, sin will torment you. That putting doubts in your mind, and that is not true. And why, why we are tormented of the things that is not true? Because Satan got hold of you on sin. If anything that you commit, if you commit sin, then Satan's hand is on it. And when Satan's hand it is on it, he will torment you. Yea, God said, and that will be, um, that will render you ineffective in the work of the Lord. That will render you damage, and you cannot be. Um, as much useful for the work of the Lord because you allowed it. You allowed it. Remember David when he committed sin against Bathsheba? The joy of salvation is gone. I think it is in I, I have Psalm 51 verse number 9 if I'm not mistaken. Psalm 51 verse number 9. Ah. Uh, Verse 12, verse 12, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. David did not say that restore unto me salvation because salvation is always there. He just wanted the joy. The joy is God. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with a uh, uh, free spirit. And that is exactly what sin does in the life of a Christian, a life of a person that is saved. Sin can still be done by the same person, but what sin can damage to that person is not that person will go to hell, but that person will doubt, you know, his whole being is damaged by Satan because his thinking is, is being uh, attacked by Satan. And he will begin to doubt. He will begin to doubt what God has done in his life. And that is really sad if that will happen to any person um, that the Lord has saved from their sin. But you can avoid it. How to avoid it? How to have that assurance of salvation in our life? Learn the Word of God. Learn. Just keep on learning the Word of God. And thank God for His uh, um, gift of salvation and make public testimony, share the gospel, share your testimony, tell people about your salvation, and attend church meetings as much as possible, attend, and do not miss a church, do not miss Bible study, do not miss uh, uh, any any other meetings that you have, do not miss uh, soul winning, do not miss um, devotions, and live a righteous life. If you do this, you, you will see that it strengthens your um, assurance um, assurance of your salvation that God has given to you already alright let's um, close this Sunday school let's um, bow our heads in prayer let's go to the Lord in prayer our Father in heaven thank you Lord once again for um, allowing us oh God, to see the reasons and the promises that you have made 
uh, for us, Lord, to understand our salvation. And Lord, thank you for the promise that you have made, Lord. The promise that um, we have eternal life. It is your word that, uh, that Lord, um, speaks to us. It is your word that, Lord, promises to us that we have eternal life. Lord, we will embrace it. We, we believe in it. And Lord, keep us away from sin because uh, the sin in our lives, Lord, um, is the one that will uh, put that doubt in our heads and our minds. And please, Lord, guard us and guide us and help us, Lord, uh, to understand um, the scripture. Help us as we learn uh, the scripture, Lord. Um, uh, allow us, Lord, to um, spend more time and reading your word and um, Lord um, accepting all those promises Lord receiving all those promises from your word and bless Lord um, our lives bless our Christian walk please Lord be with us and help us and use us Lord for your honor and for your glory allow Lord that many souls will come to know Christ through us thank you Lord for your goodness to us in Jesus name we pray amen amen so let's take a break <clears throat> We'll try to get back in 10 minutes from, you know, uh, from this break. Um, yeah, I think I...